The year was 1844. The 2,300-day prophecy found in Daniel chapter 8 was about to reach its fulfillment. In the providence of God, a farmer named William Miller and others across the world began to preach the first angel's message of Revelation 14, calling all to fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment is come. On October 22nd of 1844, these believers suffered a great disappointment when Christ did not return as expected. Many left the faith, while those who remained turned to their God and His Word for understanding. Said Ellen White, who passed through this experience, Many of our people do not realize how firmly the foundation of our faith has been laid. A line of truth extending from that time to the time when we shall enter the city of God was made plain to me, and I gave to others the instruction that the Lord had given me. The Advent movement continued to grow, and during the 1850s, the Lord revealed another important characteristic of God's last-day church, organization, and gospel order. We read in the testimonies, As our numbers increased, it was evident that without some form of organization, there would be great confusion, and the work would not be carried forward successfully. To provide for the support of the ministry, for carrying the work in new fields, for protecting both the churches and the ministry from unworthy members, for holding church property, for the publication of the truth through the press, and for many other objects, organization was indispensable. Driven by this revelation, the believers who had embraced the three angels' messages came together in the spring of 1863 to form what has become known as the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Nine years later, these Advent believers, with great unanimity, published a document called A Declaration of the Fundamental Principles as Taught and Practiced by the Seventh-day Adventists. This document was the product of their years of study and prayer that was witnessed by the Holy Spirit and upon which God has placed his seal. Sister White added, The principles of truth that God has revealed to us are our only true foundation. They have made us what we are. The lapse of time has not lessened their value. These fundamental principles included their understanding of prophecy, the law of God, the Sabbath, the sanctuary, and most importantly, that there is one God, a personal spiritual being, and one Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Eternal Father. They remained without controversy for over 50 years until Satan sought to undermine their foundation. In 1903, Ellen White warned, Beware of those who would tear down the foundation upon which we have been building for the last 50 years to establish a new doctrine. The enemy is seeking to bring in among the people of God spiritualistic theories, which if accepted would undermine the foundation of the faith that has made us what we are. This warning and many others were prompted by Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, who began advocating new ideas concerning the presence and personality of God. His pantheistic view and his acceptance of the Trinity doctrine were both major departures from the established Seventh-day Adventist faith. As Ellen White and the early pioneers slowly passed away, Satan continued his efforts to undermine the foundation of our faith. In 1919, a secret Bible conference was held and ideas were once again advocated in favor of the Trinity. Then, in 1931, the word Trinity was inserted into the fundamental beliefs without a vote and without the consent of the church body. In 1956, an evangelical conference took place where, in order to avoid being classified as a cult, the Seventh-day Adventist Church denied many of the foundational truths they had held for over half a century. Finally, in the year 1980, 
the church fulfilled the prophet's heartbreaking prediction. Our religion would be changed. The fundamental principles that have sustained the work for the last 50 years would be accounted as error. At the General Conference session of Seventh-day Adventists in Dallas, Texas, the church officially voted to accept the doctrine of the Trinity, cementing its rejection of the fundamental principles that had made us who we are, having been established upon unquestionable authority. But this is not how everything ends. The Lord has said, The waymarks which have made us what we are are to be preserved, and they will be preserved, as God has signified through His Word and the testimony of His Spirit. He calls upon us to hold firmly with the grip of faith to the fundamental principles that are based upon unquestionable authority. Exactly 40 years later, in 2020, Pioneer Health and Missions recognizes God as raising up a movement of people all over the world, restoring a right knowledge of the one true God and His only begotten Son. They are willing to deal biblically and clearly with the challenging topics of the one true God truth, the deception of the Trinity belief, end time events from a biblical perspective, and sharing the three angels' messages. As a result, many missions and home churches have been forming around the world with an increasing desire to return to the original fundamental principles given to the Seventh-day Adventists by prayerful study of the Word and by revelation. We recognize that this foundation was built by the master worker and will stand the storm and tempest. The fundamental principles are the foundation from which Adventism is built upon. In fact, if we look at Gospel Workers, page 308, paragraph 2, we see something very important. Let not erroneous theories receive countenance from the people who ought to be standing firm on the platform of eternal truth. So here, this platform is a platform of eternal truth. I think that's really important. But then she goes on to say, God calls upon us to hold firmly to the fundamental principles that are based upon unquestionable authority. So the platform or the foundation for which Adventism is built upon is those fundamental principles. And this is really important because these, these fundamental principles are an eternal truth. And this is what defines Adventism. This is the very platform, foundation of Adventism. We've been blessed with fundamental principles from the founders, our pioneers of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And on that platform, we can stand strongly for truth because God has lined out exactly what it is we need to know and to go forward with those truths being preached strongly. People will talk about our pioneers coming together and, and studying to better understand these truths, but it was the, the Spirit of God which led and presided in all of those meetings, which ultimately gave the truth what the correct understanding of the Word of God was to be. God had set up the Adventist Church upon a true understanding of God. And of course that also came about with other, not just that one doctrine, but that was the foundation. There's definitely been a movement to undermine and to change those principles, to not only change the Father and Son truth, but also to change what is sin and from there change everything, like uh, the, the dual atonement is no longer believed, the nature of Christ is no longer believed either. So it's not just about the Father and Son. We're going to have to get on the platform of truth that God established in the beginning. And um, that has been torn down for years. It has been torn down and we need that platform reestablished. If we don't get back to the fundamentals, 
that God provided the original pioneers of this church, we are lost. Because if we're not united on foundational principles, especially the foundational principles of the pioneers of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, then we're going all different directions. When we find his people in disarray and people teaching different things, that is chaos, that's confusion. And so that's why I believe it's important that we, here right at the end of the world, um, be an organized people on the same platform that he gave in the past. By beholding, you become changed. And if we're beholding something that is not being taught by God, then we're going to be changed into something that is not of God. The fundamental principles aren't just a doctrinal teaching. I mean, we can view them that way, but that's not what they're intended to be. They are the revelation of the character of God. And if we alter them, then really what we're doing is we're altering the very character of God. In the long run, this is about character. And, and these fundamental principles help us to understand the character of God. And if we don't have that right, our character is not going to be formed correctly, which means that Jesus can't come. So we want to return back to these because this is what God taught us. This is a revelation of his character. And this is of utmost importance. When I saw the emphasis and a desire to go back to that platform that was originally established for the Advent people, that was inspiring because I believe God wants us to go back to that platform. In the early years before the Adventist church was organized, Ellen White acknowledged that many, even among their own ranks, were strongly opposed to such a course. Writing about this experience, she said, We sought the Lord with earnest prayer that we might understand His will, and light was given to us by His Spirit, that there must be order and thorough discipline in the church, that organization was essential. Organization is sometimes feared, and for me personally, I had some bad experiences with, with previous organization, and that wasn't good, but as I started studying organization, I realized that organization wasn't organized the way God called for it to be organized. Because I have been around in the non-Trinitarian movement for a good number of years, I have seen the need for organization. I have seen the need for unity, for harmony. When we're order in order and, and have organization and discipline and so on and so forth, then we can more effectively reach more of God's children. And organization is part of his character, is part of who he is. The universe is all structured and organized. God operates that way and that's why we have beauty. That's why we have things that work well in nature. When things don't work well, it's because some part of that order is broken or missing. System and order are manifest in all the works of God throughout the universe. Order is the law of heaven, and it should be the law among God's people on the earth. And um, it is the same with the, with the body of Christ, with the church. We are members of that body, and we need to work together as a body in harmony. So unity in the truth is very important. Unity in and of itself does not have any redeeming qualities unless it is associated with the truth. It's been hard to separate from other church family members, but Christ wants us to preach the truth. 
And I believe our corporate church has stepped away from the foundation that the pioneers laid for us. The principles of truth that God in His wisdom has given to the remnant church would be discarded. That's these fundamental principles here. They would be discarded. Our religion would be changed. So basically, when, when you take these, you throw them away, and you decide these are wrong, I'm going to build upon a different set of fundamentals. You just changed religion. That's what she just said. You just changed organizations. This is a whole new organization. It reminds me of Jesus' words in John chapter 15. It says, for a branch disconnected from the vine, it withers and dies. So the devil is doing everything he can to keep us disorganized because he knows that as soon as we're organized, he's done. It won't simply be the republication of the works of the pioneers, nor uh, the presentation on of different material via YouTube and, and Facebook that will finish the work. It will be the work of an organized body. Um, truth is progressive, but it doesn't change. We just understand it better as it goes along. And if we don't have our fundamental principles to stand on, we can get really far from where God wants us to be. I understand that we need to be speaking the same thing and the same truths that were given to our pioneers. Speaking the same thing is necessary for the purpose of conveying a true, clear message so that there's no confusion. If his church today is found speaking different things, that sends a message to the world that we are a divided people. And we know that the Father and the Son are not divided. They are one, they are united. And therefore, it is important for us to be united on that same truth and that same fundamentals that God gave to the Advent people. And when I look at what has happened, not only in PHM, but in this movement as a whole, I see God's leading. I think each and every one of us have heard the call of Elijah, that if the Lord be God and follow Him, He rebuilt that altar stone by stone as an example to the people, that in these last days, we have a similar work to do. And he didn't build a new altar. He rebuilt the old altar. And this is what God is calling us to do as well, to combine people with people, individual with individual, and forming churches, and then combining church with church to form conferences. So it's not a top-down dictating how things are going to work from the top down. It's bottom-up, the people coming together and making decisions. Is organizing going to create a new organization? My answer is only if it is based on a new platform. So are we building a new organization? Absolutely not. That new org organization has already been built and it's the wrong organization. We're rebuilding the original organization and that organization has to be built on these fundamental principles. And uh, we need to organize so that there are places for people who find the truth to come and worship and get the work done so we can go home. We need to have urgency. We can't continue to just fumble around and let time go by. It needs to get done now. We don't have time to waste. And so I am excited to, to see a desire to be in harmony and to be organized for 
um, God's honor and glory and to get the work done. Pioneer Health and Missions has a strong desire to see God's will for reorganization among his people become a reality. We acknowledge those who attempt to undermine the pillars of our faith are among those of whom the Bible says that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. And it is our desire to see a people united in spirit and truth, standing on the true foundation, representing aright the Father and Son as they proclaim the last message of mercy to the world, a revelation of their character of love. Friends, we want to invite you to get involved as we move together to return to the foundation of our faith, which was built by the Master Worker. We must continue to labor and promote the biblical truth that was given to our pioneers, expanding our efforts in the publishing work as well as evangelism and medical missionary work. God is calling us to come together, to collaborate and support this wonderful endeavor. We know that God yearns to see the third angel's message swell into a loud cry. We know that it is His desire to have a safe place to send multitudes as they leave their former associations. If organization was indispensable for Seventh-day Adventists to fulfill the commission given them 175 years ago, how much more important is it today as we near the end of time? Gospel order is essential in the workings of the church, and God's last day movement will be just as organized as was the apostolic church. The Lord is calling us to embrace the fundamental principles that are based upon unquestionable authority and come in the unity of the faith working together as the body of Christ under the organization that God Himself has instituted. Will you choose to stand with Him and support the work by teaching others about the importance of gospel order? Please visit phm.org to find out how you can be a part of restoring the faith once delivered to the saints.